We're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 6, Text Number 22, Conversation Between Narada and Vyasadev. Sakrit Yadarshitam Rupam You have it? No. Etat Kamayate Naka Makamashanakai Sadhu Sarvan Munchatihi Shayan Word for word. Sakrit Sakrit. Once only. Once only. Yad. Yad. That. That. Darashitam. Darashitam. Show. Show. Rupam. Rupam. Form. Form. Etat. Etat. This is. This is. Kamaya. Kamaya. For hankerings. For hankerings. Jay. Jay. Your. Your. Anaka. Anaka. O virtuous one. <coughs> o virtuous one. Mat. Mat. Mind. Mind. Kama. Kama. Desire. Desire. Shanakai by increasing. By increasing. Sadhu. Sadhu. Devoti. Sarvan. Sarvan. All. Munchati. Munchati. Gives away. Gives away. Prichayan. Material desires. Material desires. Um, can you give me the pillow? Yeah, the, it's cold here for the back. Okay. Get me some kind of cushion. Yeah, just a cushion. Because it's cold in the back. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Huh. Translation. O virtuous one, you have only once seen my person, and this is just to increase your desire for me. Because the more you hanker for me, the more you will be freed from all material desires. Okay? Did you want to record that? That's what I'm just going to do now. Shall I read the translation again? Yes, please. Uh, so just... Text 22. This is a new phone, so... <laughs> just take me up. Okay. <laughs> A virtuous one. You have only... Once seen my person, and this is just to increase your desire for me, because the more you hanker for me, the more you will be free from all material desires. Purport. A living being cannot be vacant of desires. He is not a dead stone. He must be working, thinking, feeding, and willing. But when he thinks, feels, and wills materially, he becomes entangled. And conversely, when he thinks, feels, and wills, for the service of the Lord, he becomes gradually free from all entanglement. The more a person is engaged in transcendental loving service of the Lord, the more he acquires a hankering for it. That is the transcendental nature of godly service. Material service has satiation, or spiritual service of the Lord has neither satiation nor end. One can go on increasing his hankerings for the loving transcendental service of the Lord and yet, he will not find satiation or end. By intense service of the Lord, one can experience the presence of the Lord transcendentally. Therefore, seeing the Lord means being engaged in his service, because his service and his person are identical. The sincere devotee should go on with sincere service of the Lord. The Lord will give proper direction as to how and where it has to be done. There was no material desire in Narada, and yet, just to increase his intense desire for the Lord, he was so advised. Mukam karoti vachalam 
So here, Narada Muni has seen the Lord, but Krishna is only giving him a glimpse of the future, a glimpse, not enough, not enough actually, to make him satisfied. So why did he do that? Because he wanted him to desire him much more. Separation is our teaching, is teachings of Lord Chaitanya. So now Narada is going to feel separation from Krishna because he saw him. The gopis were always feeling separation from Krishna after he left Vrindavan. So how to become qualified to see the Lord and how to see the Lord? How, what are different ways which we can see the Lord? It is actually described in the 6th canto, 16th chapter, 51st verse. Ahambhai sarabhutani bhutatma bhutabhavana shavda brahma param brahma mamave shashati tanu. So the first way is to see aham vaisara bhutani, that see the Lord uh, expanded as the living entities. All living entities are my expansions, this verse says, and are separate from me. And then the second way to see the Lord is as super soul. I'm the super soul of all beings who exist because I manifest them. So the third, the third is I am the form of the transcendental vibrations, like Omkar and Hare Krishna, and I am the Supreme Absolute Truth. So what are these two forms that are the highest forms, the transcendental sound and the spiritual form of the deity? These are my eternal forms. So as Brahman, as living entities, as Paramatma, and as Bhagavan. And how to see Bhagavan? It's very interesting. This verse says, Bhagavan means chanting the holy name. That's one way to see him, uh, Shabda Brahma and Param Brahma. The other way is as the deity. So three ways to see Krishna. And uh, this is described also in Bhagavad Gita, that Krishna will speak to you when you become advanced and he's in your heart. If you Tesham Satata Yuktanam Bhajitam Pratipurvakam, to one who is constantly devoted and worships me with love. I give the intelligence how to come to me. So, Prabhupada explains in the purport of Bhagavad Gita, in accordance with the instructions of the spiritual master, his devotional service becomes more and more pleasing. So, when will that day come? When our devotional service will be pleasing to us and pleasing to Krishna. So, one time, some devotees came to Prabhupada and they said, there is a common philosophy held by a lot of religious groups. God can be understood directly. You don't need a guru. No guru is necessary. You can just know him from within. Now Prabhupada's answer to that is, he's a rascal. And one who accepts him is also a rascal. How do you think God is speaking to him? How do you accept it? So because the devotee brought up the doubt, therefore it means Prabhupada is thinking, 
well, you, why do you believe this? Why do you have a doubt? God talks with whom? And then he said, those who have already become devotee, not a third-class fool, doesn't talk with them. One who's 24 hours engaged with love and faith. So what happens when we actually see here, he gave some instructions. The more you hanker for me, the more you'll be free from all material desires. And the purport also says um, how we can increase our desire um, by intense service. And that, we, and that way we can experience the presence of the Lord also. So in one purport of Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada says, if a devotee is very serious to execute the mission of the spiritual master, he immediately associates with the Supreme Personality of Godhead by Vani or Vapu. This is the only secret of success of seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Instead of being eager to see the Lord in some bush in Vrindavan, while at the same time engaging in sense gratification, if one instead sticks to the principle of following the words of the spiritual master, he will see the Supreme Lord without difficulty. So we live in Vrindavan. There are many groups who think they are seeing the Lord. But Prabhupada gives the example of the six Goswamis, that they were always calling out, where, where are you, Krishna? Where are you, Radha? Are you on Govardhan? They were feeling separation. So this is the proper attitude. And Belhaman Gotakur also says that if I'm engaged in devotional service, then easy, very easily I can perceive your presence everywhere. And liberation is standing with folded hands waiting to serve me. So the essence of knowledge is these three things, the three ways to see the Lord, um, Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. So Brahman, the living entity, we are called Vigyana Brahman. There's five ways to perceive, five, actually, basically, you can say philosophies, or five conceptions of life. That is uh, Anamaya, you think food is everything. Pranamaya, you think survival is the main thing, that I just maintain my prana. Uh, Ganamaya, then you go a little higher on the intellectual platform, music, philosophy, uh, science. And then higher than that is Viganamaya, and that is when you understand I am Brahman, I am spirit, I am a spiritual being, Viganamaya. Higher than that is Ananda Maya, and that is our relationship with Krishna. So Paramatma, he gives us intelligence, and then we can realize Bhagavan. So, Krishna is everything material and spiritual. Why can't we see him? Kunti Devi says, well, because Maya is covering us, it's covering our vision. Maya Javanikachanam Agya, we are ignorant, that's another reason. And he's at Hoksaja, he's beyond our, our power of perception to see or to know. And the last reason why we can't see him is Mudhadrisha. Our vision is the vision of Mudhas or fools and rascals. And we see everything as if we are the center of the earth and everything is for our enjoyment. So our eyes are covered, we cannot see. So Paramatma, let us try to understand Paramatma now at this point.
Paramatma, Bhutatma, Bhutabhavana. He's giving us facility uh, to enjoy this world. I think here in Ireland you have people who walk their dogs in the morning and probably in the evening too. So the dog is going on the leash, on the whatever you call it, and the master is waiting. But the real business of the dog is to obey the master's order. But the master gives the dog facility. Okay, you can walk, you can run, you can pass here, and you can pass to I'll wait. So just like the master is giving facility to the dog, Krishna has us on the leash, and he says, okay, you can walk, you can run, you can, I'll wait, I'm waiting for you. You can pass here and you can pass stool. I'm just waiting for you to obey me, to turn to me. So he, we've come to enjoy this material world, and he's giving us facility, but he wants that we be obedient to him, and then he'll be happy. He's asking us in Bhagavad Gita, give me a fruit, a flower, a leaf, or water, and I will accept that. He's not hungry, but he, in fact, he's giving us our food, but uh, he's just asking us to give him that so that we will be benefited, we will advance in spiritual life. He's trying to turn our face towards him. That is Krishna's desire. He's so kind. He comes here as Krishna. He comes as Lord Chaitanya to remind us how to surrender, to bring us back to home, back to Godhead. And he gives us the intelligence as super soul to remember or forget. He's like an expert director of a play. An expert director makes the actor forget his real identity so he can become the part he's playing. And the more he forgets, the more he plays very nicely. So super soul makes us forget our real identity so we can become these different material designations, these different material bodies in our different births. We've forgotten our relationship with Krishna. We want to enjoy this world. Unless we forget completely, oh, I'm spirit soul, I'm servant, I'm not this body. Uh, if we, unless we forget completely, we can't enjoy this world. So super soul makes us forget. But super soul's advice is Krishna's advice in Bhagavad Gita. Don't become entangled in these material activities. Sarva dharma pritya may come. Sharanam raja. Uh, but we want to forget, so he says, okay, forget. He helps us with maya, maya javani kachanan, the curtain of maya is covering our eyes. But if we want to remember him, then he will help us. Bhuti yoga, uh, if, if you, uh, Bhagavad Gita says, if you engage in devotional service, preeti, with love, with affection, 24 hours, then... <laughs> He will give you intelligence. And even if you don't engage 24 hours, he can give intelligence. He's giving us intelligence how to surrender to him. So Super Soul gives instructions to the sincere unalloyed devotee how he can progress more and more in approaching the Supreme Lord. Shri Jiva Goswami says the Super Soul exists in everyone's heart. So he's in even the non-devotee's heart. But in the heart of the devotee, he reveals himself as ever increasingly new. And we get inspiration. And then we experience happiness in our doing our devotional service. So it's good to pray. Pray to Krishna. When will that day come? 
that I will get inspiration, that I will get intelligence how to please you, how to do your devotional service. So this verse of Bhagavad Gita is quoted in Chaitanya Chaitamrita right in the beginning, 49th verse, um, how Govinda Dev instructs his devotee. Govinda is actually the Krishna who gives us Bhagavad Gita. He's, he's called Govinda, actually. Govinda is instructing us Bhagavad Gita, how to surrender to him. And he awards attachment for those who constantly engage in his devotional service. And when we have awakening, when we wake up our divine consciousness, then we become very absorbed, we become very excited, and we relish spiritual pleasure. So how to get this awakening? Prabhupada says, This awakening is awarded only to those convinced by devotional service about the transcendental nature of the Lord. They know the Lord is the all-spiritual, all-powerful person, is one without a second, has fully transcendental senses, and he is the fountainhead of all emanations. So what happens when you have this awakening is what we're doing right now. Such pure devotees always merge in knowledge of Krishna, absorbed in Krishna consciousness, exchange thoughts and realizations as great scientists exchange their views and discuss the results of their research in scientific academies. Such exchanges of thoughts in regard to Krishna give pleasure to the Lord, who therefore favors such devotees with all enlightenment. So we're meant to talk about Krishna. That's how we're supposed to spend our day. So, yes. So we have to bring people here so we can talk to Krishna about them, because otherwise... It's hard to, if you're here by yourself, <laughs> who are you going to talk to? Yes. Well, anyway, you can talk to the deities. Even if you can't talk about Krishna, you can talk to them, and they will answer you back. Here we have our most merciful Panchatattva. They will give you answers to your prayers, hands extended. So two forms of Krishna, the deity and sound. Two bodies, Shapta Brahma and Param Brahma. The Lord says, I have two bodies. More merciful is Harinam. No hard and fast rules. You can chant anytime, anywhere. It's free. And you can worship Lord Chaitanya also by chanting Hare Krishna. So we can actually see Krishna through sound. As we were discussing yesterday, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam is the sound incarnation of Lord Krishna. Hare Krishna Mahamantra is also sound incarnation of Lord Krishna. And if you um, read Bhagavatam, chant Hare Krishna, you can realize Krishna through sound. So I'll, read, I'll share another purport with you from 1st Canto, 3rd chapter, verse 44. Simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text with proper attention. So how to realize the text, that's very interesting. If we have proper attention, then we can realize the text. So you're hearing, one thing is to hear, and the second thing is to hear attentively. And if we hear with attention, we can realize the text. Interesting. The word Nivishta means Sudha Gosami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. Nigama kapataro kalitam falam shukamukad 
Amrita Javasam Yutam Pivata Bhagavatam Rasam Alayam Muhura Hodasika Bhuvi Bhavukha. Yesterday we were talking how the Bhagavatam is the ripened fruit of the desire tree of Vedic knowledge. But not only is it a fruit, it's called rasa. Now rasa means juice. Rasa means so how can it be a fruit at the same time be juice? We were just describing yesterday what the fruits are like, spiritual fruits. They have no seed and they have no skin, so they're all juice. You eat the spiritual fruit, all you're getting is juice. You're just getting the pure fruit. And uh, so this is the process of receiving Bhagavatam. You have to drink Pibata Bhagavatam, Rasam Alayam. It's an eternal rasa, it's eternal drink. We have so many drinks we drink during the day, but this is our time to drink eternal drink, and that is the Srimad Bhagavatam, which he'd hear with rapt attention from the real person. Then he can at once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page. So in this page, Krishna is coming in the form of his holy name and the deity, two ways. So it says, no one can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. No one can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. No one can be pure in action, in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating. But somehow or other, if someone hears with rapt attention from the right person at the very beginning, one can assuredly see Sri Krishna in person in the pages of Bhagavatam. So this is its really hard because now people have such a short attention span uh, they put these blogs on internet, but people can't read pr uh, pretty much more than one paragraph, or maybe even one sentence or two. So what can they hear? What can, you know, it's very difficult. So as fire and wood, so super soul is there in everyone, just like fire and wood, and so just like super soul, fire is in this harmonium. Fire is in this. Fire is in the floor. Fire is everywhere. We're surrounded by fire. But it's dormant, fortunately, for us. How to bring it out? Well, you have to light a match. Of course, it would take a lot more to, to burn all these things. But uh, So, Supersoul is in our heart, just like fire is in all this wood. How to bring Supersoul out? That is by His Divine Grace. The spiritual master. By fire you can bring out fire, so by his divine grace you can manifest Krishna. So Prabhupada brought out Krishna for all of us. He he made manifest Krishna. He brought Krishna, he, he brought the deities, and that's why we have deities all over the world, because Prabhupada could manifest the deities, even though there was there were no deities here in Belfast, there were no deities in um in Ishrat. But by Prabhupada's potency, the deities were manifest in these places in here and and in Inishrat and in Dublin. So his divine grace can manifest Lord Krishna. He's a, Krishna's the chariot driver of everyone. And if you see Radharani's lotus feet, um, one of the marks is a chariot, and it, one of the meanings of the chariot and Radharani's lotus feet is that Krishna is our chariot driver. <coughs> We are just, and that's another verse, Ishara Sarabhutanam Hridesharjanatishtati Pramayan Sarabhutani Antravindani Maya. The Lord is in the heart 
and we are seated as on a machine made of the material energy. So he's the chariot driver, he's our chariot driver. Well, we can't see him, but the pure devotee can bring him out. So Prabhupada did that, and here we are today. So the way to attain Krishna is already Krishna himself, the chanting of the holy name. Actually, there's a story, I could tell that story. How we fail to understand Krishna and his names are non-different. Once there was a beggar who went to the king because he wanted to see gold. And the king said, okay, climb up these stairs. It leads to my treasury and open the first door. And there you will see gold. So the beggar climbed up the stairs, opened the door, and saw a room filled with gold. Then when he turned around, he realized, oh, the stairs that I climbed were also made of gold. Since he didn't know what gold looks like, he could not recognize it till he saw the gold-filled treasury. So similarly, the way to attain Krishna, to see Krishna, chanting of the holy name, is Krishna himself. We are seeing Krishna. But because we forgot our relationship with Krishna, we're not aware of this fact that the holy name and Krishna are the same. Uh, so once we start on the path of bhakti, then Krishna will gradually reveal himself through his holy name. So that is the mercy of our Panchatattva, Lord Chaitanya and Prabhupada, who brought the holy name to the West. So the last thing I would like to talk about seeing, uh, Prabhupada did say in a lecture on the first canto 16th chapter later on, that we're proud of seeing anything, but we should wait for being qualified to see. Not that whimsically, okay, God, please come before me. I want to see you. So God is very kind. He's present in the temple. And you can go on seeing and you realize he's God. <coughs> so we just look here and we will see, oh, Krishna is here with us in the form of Lord Chaitanya. So people say, rascals say, can you show me God? But what power do you have to see? First get the qualification. So if you cannot see God, then Bhagavad Gita, he tells us different ways how to see him. I am the taste in water, light and sun and the moon. So we have many senses. So Prabhupada recommends you want to see God with the eyes, but you begin with your tongue. That's how we should see God, <coughs> is through our tongue. This is another sense, just like if there's some nice prasadam. We may say, oh, let me see, how is this? Let me see means, you know, you're already seeing. So what do you want? No, I want to touch with the tongue. That's what it means to let me see. Not by the eyes. If there is a good sweet halava, let me see means let me taste. So first of all, taste God, Prabhupada says. That's how we can see. We can taste Krishna with our tongue. Uh, so... Uh, this, this, there's, there's two, two things that we taste. One is the holy name, and one is prasadam. So, how to taste Krishna with the holy name? Uh, by chanting attentively. Nectar of instruction also says that by chanting, at the, at the beginning, it's a little bitter taste, but after a while, the taste will become sweet. As we cure our material disease. So simply prasadam, we just, the prophet said, you just, by taste prasadam, you will see God, you will see Krishna. So we need to taste Krishna first, 
Sevan Mukihijivaro, Sayameva Saratira. With our senses we cannot see Krishna. But by starting with the tongue, engaging in devotional service, then Krishna will reveal himself to us. Okay. So we'll start we'll stop here. No, we won't start. We will stop. But we'll start tasting Krishna soon. <laughs> So, any questions or comments? Yes, Nitai. As you mentioned, the um, different types of devotees and their different aspirations. Um, so, it seems like most devotees are rather mixed in their mm. desires and aspirations. Um, and no devotee will actually think of themselves as being a Sakyam devotee. Anytime we, th time we think of um, Sakyam devotees, we think of the demigods. For example, mm. uh, well, I would think that well, we're, we have to pass beyond that. Uh, but perhaps, but just just the way we desire, the way we really live our lives, it may amount to that that we have mm. so some mm -hmm. uh, material desires. In Prabhupada did say, of course, that most of my disciples want to go to the heavenly planets. <laughs> right. So we, we, we uh, so the obviously devotee may not be completely aware of, of, of that that he maybe he is. Probably inclined, it can be like soul desires, you yeah. know. Yeah. So um, we have our so devotees may have subtle material desires, although um, they they may want to think that they are pure devotees. You're saying that? Yes, we perhaps maybe may not be realistic as we would like to think we are. Yeah. But in fact, we think we're. Um, Practicing on a level which may, we may not be equally deluded. Yeah, so we may we think that we're on a higher level. That, well, actually, when you see the nature of your, your thoughts, well, you know, perhaps there's something more realistic to be addressed, addressed here. Okay, so what's we need to be more realistic as to the level where we're at. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Like, we have to become more, more aware. Yeah, to, so to what, we can, what we can do is pray. We, we um, not only in the morning when we have our sadhana, but during our day, when these desires may come up, or they may come up in japa too, but we are chanting the holy name and we're trying to be attentive to chanting. So, but what to do if these come up during the day, then we need to uh, either chant or pray. Personal prayer is very powerful. We must pray to the Lord, okay, and we must be honest, okay, I'm, I'm a mixed devotee, I do have these, des these desires are coming in my mind, uh, but please protect me. Please let me remain on the path, true to you. And there's a beautiful purport in Bhagavad Gita, second chapter, verse 70. It says, what is the test of a Krishna conscious person? That um, although desires for material enjoyment are present, he does not engage in sense gratification. So we may not be pure devotees, and the desires may come. But if we don't listen, if we don't act on those desires, it's thinking, feeling, and willing. So thinking may come, so we have to stop it at the thinking stage before it comes to feeling and willing. Because once it gets to feeling, then we're thinking, oh dear, without this, how can I live? I must do this. And willing, willing means, okay, now I must do, okay. So then we start to act on these desires. So when, when it's on the level of thinking, that's when we can stop it. 
by praying, by personal prayer, and be honest with the Lord. Oh, my Lord, I do have this desire to enjoy, but I don't want to engage in sense gratification. Please protect me from this desire. Please uh, help me to become fixed in your devotional service. So we can pray. We can pray. That's realistic. On the level we're at, I'm not a pure devotee, and I know it's you know, what it means to be a pure devotee, and I, I aspire for that. I aspire to be a pure devotee. But at, at this point, I need your help to keep me on this path, to keep me engaged. Personal prayer during the day. Yeah, we just, we, we want, so this is what we need to aspire for is to realize how the holy name is Krishna, how the deity is Lord Chaitanya here coming before us to deliver us. He's come with his arms open, <laughs> welcoming us, uh, calling us. He's calling us Lord Chaitanya here. Very merciful form of Lord Chaitanya. In Mayapur, this form is called Tama, the form of the Dham. Uh, Lord Chaitanya's hands are down like this. That's the form that Vishnu Priya worshipped. Tameshwar, Tameshwar, Lord of the Dawn. So you're very fortunate. He's welcoming you to back to Godhead, to um, Navadweep Dawn, Mayapur Dawn. We don't even always recognize things as desires, though, do we? Right. Because, um... We don't recognize things as desires. Yeah, because when I think of desires, I think in terms of four regulative principles. Hmm. And that's, that's the most basic. Right, there's but the four regulative principles, but there's other desires. That's what I mean, but... Yeah. Um, like, we have millions of desires from all these billions of lifetimes. Right, so we have millions. How to even recognize them as desires because they're so subtle sometimes. Yeah, it's how to recognize desires as material because they're so subtle. Well, you can you can think, well, is this something that would please my spiritual master and Prabhupada uh, and Krishna? Would this by by following this desire would that be pleasing to the Lord? But even thinking about something, not even. Yeah. Recognizing that I want Yeah, the, this is the problem. Like, um, in Nitai's case, we're seeing, oh, here's some material desires. But in your case, you you can't even understand if it is a material I'm asking, desire. Is this, 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 this is a possibility? Yeah, this is a possibility. It is. Mm. It's, it's called the weeds in the heart for devotees. That when we chant Hare Krishna, we water not only the creeper of devotional service, we water some weeds. And we may not even know, they look like creepers, kind of. They look, oh, it's not such a bad weed. I can use that in Krishna's service. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we have to, that's, that's really quite a possibility that we may not <coughs> recognize. It may take you some time. When it grows really big and gets out of control, you think, oh, oh yes, that was, that's a weed. When it starts to grow on you. Like, for example, what kind of, I wonder what kind of thing that is. Like if someone wants to 
have control in the situation or something mm -hmm. like that maybe yeah. you may not recognize it right I'm just guessing I don't, I don't even know you know I'm just trying to get at this desire thing where you want, you want to get rid of all material desires I suppose we can just pray the Lord and shrink it and he will know what if it's a desire, material desire, take it out. If it's a spiritual uh -huh. desire, let me have it. Yeah, <laughs> we, can yeah we can pray that way. Uh, yeah, pray to Lord Nishingade. That's a good one. Please, uh, you can pray to Super Soul that let me understand because intelligence is coming from Super Soul. So please, you can ask if you really want to know, then you can please reveal to me. What is material? What is if this desire is material or not? You know, sometimes devotees they want to go into um, psychology or something like that, and, and that could be like a borderline material desire. It could be, or it could be you could be useful for Krishna, or maybe not. Maybe you could get so much you could get into it so much that you forget Krishna. Yeah. They give you some medicine. And then you can't think of Krishna anymore with this heavy medicine they give you for mental problems. Uh, so, yeah, so that could be an example. Or we want to do it, or you take up some new age thing and think this will help my Krishna consciousness. You go to some group and they're doing something far out and you think, oh yeah, this I can use for Krishna, but maybe you can't. Maybe it's taking you away from Krishna. Yeah. Especially if yoga also, you have to be <coughs> careful because they do, most of the yogic practices are impersonal. They have an impersonal philosophy to go with it. Now they're turning more to kirtan, so that's good. Because I do practice yoga for health. Um, they worship. Um, I mean, the 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 yoga teacher, the yoga guru that I follow is a Vaishnava, Iyengar. He's a Vaishnava. My teacher is my god sister, devotee of Prabhupada, disciple of Prabhupada. So um, yeah, it's. But I do do it for health, and and they worship they worship uh, Patanjali, they worship Super Soul, and so she makes it Krishna conscious. If you're being taught by a devotee, so she here's an example of someone who could. She studied yoga, she became a master, but she's doing it in a Krishna conscious way. And there's also this Reiki. Um, some. Devotees practice Reiki, and they do it with the Krishna conscious meditation. Now Krishna is actually helping to heal everybody. So it's yeah. There's ways you can use things, but then there's ways that you can become entangled and forget Krishna. You have to be very careful. What is a material desire? Yes. You can't be free of desire because. It's the nature of the soul to desire, but um, we want spiritual desires, service for Krishna. It's hard. It's hard. For me, I've, it's a challenge when I think of my son, because then I'm thinking, oh, is this material or is this spiritual? And 
I don't know. Sometimes I can't tell if it's, you know, material, spiritual. But he's a devotee, so he can serve the devotee. You think of it that way. Right. But then even if one desire can bring you back to this material world. Mm, even one, bring in another material body, yeah. Then, if you're mixed even over your son, I'm mm. just thinking in terms yeah. of your, I mean, like right. for an advanced devotee, even it shows how difficult it can be. <laughs> really? Yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. So at the time of death, if I'm thinking of my son, uh, then it's possible I'll have to come back. But uh, Ajamila was thinking of his son, but he chanted. Mm -hmm. So he made it. So <laughs> the son's name is Govinda. So if I say Govinda, then uh, hopefully Krishna will take it to mean him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's an example. But uh, it's, it's very strong, uh, mother and son bond, bond. Very, very strong. Any other questions? Well, that was a good discussion about yeah. desires. Long comes down to prayer then? Prayer, yeah. That would be the thing you need to add that will make a difference, is personal prayer. It's very helpful for uh, making advancement in spiritual life. But it has to be honest prayer, where you're at. <laughs> Okay, all glories to Shiva Prabhupada, Hare Krishna. Right.